2: Aloha!
3: Come to the tiki room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ch- uh, Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 319 for the week of February 13th, 2020 and it's almost valentine's day so i hope everybody gets me something nice this year i am everybody's favorite right matt matt yes thank you uh this week on the show keith is not with us and if you listen to last week's show i'm sorry and uh, this week <laughs> we're gonna bring those two knuckleheads back on for another episode <laughs> because they sent us money via PayPal and we figured that's the least we could do is to stroke their egos a little bit and have them come on again. So again, I have, uh, Phil, $3.
1: (laughs) And Aaron, you got away with $3.
0: I had to pay
2: five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Matt pays 20. You get to go first.
0: Oh, So, this week, we're, I mean, we're literally recording right after the next one, so um, I don't really have anything much else to say beyond what I've already said today, but because, you know, you, you know pretty much everything you want to know about those two guys, but uh, the other question I would have for them is, when is your next trip, Phil?
1: So, we were planning on Disneyland in May, but the recent acquisition of another 125 DVC points may necessitate moving that funding elsewhere but we already have uh, 10 days of Polly booked up for the first week of December this year
4: man that's nice 10 days hey make sure you take Aaron I hear he loves
1: Christmas he does. <laughs> we're going to go walking down the middle of Main Street USA during the Christmas party he's going to love it we're we going to hold hands and skip Because <laughs> that, that's what it takes
0: <laughs> so Aaron now I have to assume your next trip is uh, the first week of December correct
2: Right, no, uh, unfortunately I'll be going before that um, We are actually So we're going to Hawaii At the end of February And we're starting out At just like a, a random Waikiki hotel And then we're actually going to Alani for a few days At the tail end of that
0: He you thinks he's staying in um, a random Waikiki hotel What's that? You think you're staying in a random Waikiki hotel But you're going to find um, out at 3 o'clock in the morning That the cops are going to come into your room and arrest you I mean you went to the wrong room
2: You know, uh, hopefully we'll be fine. I don't know. Maybe it won't be, but, um, you know, um, and then we're actually staying in Alani for a couple of days. And then we're going, instead of coming straight home back to Boston, we're going to Disneyland for a day. Um, because I have yet to see Galaxy's Edge. And I'm a huge, 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 huge Star Wars fan. And it's been killing me that I haven't been yet. So we're stopping, like, we're basically, like, flying in from Honolulu to, um california sunday spending monday at um disneyland and then flying home tuesday
0: okay so since you said you're a big star wars fan what planet was luke born on
2: um i mean he was born on a like medical frigate but then he grew up on tattooing okay that was just a trick question didn't fall for it so that's good Uh, oh so, so so you have to understand that when i say we're going to galaxy's edge like i'm dressing up like full character, like, like going, like, all out. Like, I've been building props for my character. It's all whole
0: thing. Matt is going, when Matt goes to he's going as Yoda. No, maybe, I go as,
4: maybe, I
0: go as, as Wicked. Yeah, Wicked. <laughs> that would be funny. That, I would pay to see that, Matt.
1: If it wasn't... I'm willing to throw in another $3. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Only if I can say it's like whenever it, it the two days that it it's cold in Florida because wearing a Wicked costume in the middle of July just does not sound fun to me.
0: Yeah, it'd be Wicked hot. Uh, wow. So, um, Aaron, you just created hey, your Mr. own wicked costume material. Ah, oh.
2: sorry, you were saying.
0: <laughs> so, you created your own uh, character? Yes. Um,
2: and my wife, who like isn't as big with Star Wars, she likes the movies, but. She she's not like as obsessed with it as I am, but she enjoys dressing up, so gotcha. she's dressing up too. So it's gonna be
0: fun. That's cool. All
2: right. And I work in theater, so like I've been like in my theaters prop shop, like building props and everything like that. So it's a, this whole thing.
0: Oh, I thought I thought you meant like the AMC theaters.
2: No, like an actual like like stage and audiences theater. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs>
1: He's got his own flashlight. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. No. I um. There's a popcorn bucket I turned into a helmet. It's, it's, no. Uh, no. I work in a in a in a live theater and just like I'm building like lightsaber health and I built a little communicator and so it, it's I'm kind of, I, I I've spent way more money on just dressing up for this trip than I've ever spent on any Disney trip in my life.
0: Now, does the communicator really work?
2: It's actually I actually modified a phone case into um, a, like a data pack communicator, so I can actually be using my phone um, for all the, like little things around there, but when I'm holding it, looks like I'm holding like a Star Wars communicator. Oh, that's cool. All
1: right, I draw obese stick figures. Thank you for putting that in perspective for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's better than me. <laughs> I just make them skinny. I can't I can't even do that far. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a uh, break. We're going to take a break.
4: Yes, we're going to do that right there.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away.
3: Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. The big news of the week are the price hikes. Disneyland raised ticket and annual pass prices in anticipation of the opening of the new Marvel Avengers Campus at California Adventure this summer. While the lowest price tickets, single park and park hopper tickets did not see an increase, admission for the busier times of year increased by 3% and up to 5% for park hopper tickets. The increase from a value regular and peak season to five tiers. Some annual passes increased by 13%. The max pass service increased from $15 to $20 a day per ticket, and the max pass add-on for annual pass holders increased from $100 to $125. At Disney World, the price change is not as huge as last year. Disney World increased the price of most of its annual passes for 2020, with the exception of uh, some for Florida residents. Now, I want to add the Park Hopper feature. We will now be paying an extra $5 a ticket with prices ranging from $65 to $85 a day, depending on how many days of tickets you are purchasing. To thank you for visiting, Mickey Mouse will be sending out thank you emails to those staying at Disney World Resorts in 2020. It'll have a special code to unlock a little surprise in the Play Disney Parks app. Now, it's going to be for those who are staying three nights or longer. You will be getting that special email, so take a look at it. A calendar reminder. February 28th at Disneyland is the start of the new Magic Happens Parade. And with that is a new dining package at the Plaza Inn that's now available for booking. The new package includes lunch at the Plaza Inn before heading to a reserved viewing area for the new parade. I want to end this week with a look at the return of the Disney villains after dark. I'm going to have to say that this is one of my favorite After Hours events. Yes, it's pricey at $145 for advance tickets and uh, $115 for AP and DVC members. However, it's a fun night as the villains take over the Magic Kingdom. There are several big draws for Villains After Hours. The Cursed Caravan of Villains, which is new and a lot of fun. Villains uh, Villains Unite the Night Show at the Castle Stage, which I say rivals the Sanderson sisters show at Halloween. Free snacks, yes, Mickey bars, special backdrops for photos, access to rides with a little or no weight. In addition, there are villain-inspired enhancements for Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. Not that great, but still fun. And there is a DJ dance party in front of the castle, which is a blast. One tip, do not leave until the end of the last parade. Why? because the villains head up to the top of the main street station and give you a villain's version of the kiss goodnight. Or should I say, the kiss off goodnight? Here's a listen.
0: go
1: Are
4: you just going to stand there
1: out? I heard someone say, I want to go. I that, yes.
3: Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney diary. Now back to the Tiki, Tiki, Tiki hut.
0: All right. We are back from break here on and chat and Tiki talk. And it's not every week that you get to hear the same person on the podcast, you know, week after week, the same people over and over again. And that's why we brought on Aaron and Phil, just because we wanted to liven the show up a little bit, you know, since that negative review saying we had no energy and, uh, I just felt it was time that we got rid of Keith and next is Matt, so these are your two new hosts here, Phil and
1: Aaron.
2: Look, I said, I'm sorry I left that review, but it was, you know,
1: (laughs) I I thought we weren't telling that until the end of the episode.
0: Oh, yeah. That that
1: was really awkward now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Matt, I'm sorry.
4: Can I at least just stick around to finish the show? Mm, No. Okay, we'll see you later.
0: I get to keep the money, too, by (laughs) the way.
4: All, right. All five dollars? No. Choose like 13? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that's almost a dull whip right there. <laughs> yeah, almost. You don't get the, uh, the spoon with that. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do on this week's episode, we are going to plus an attraction. And when I mean plus an attraction, you're going to keep the same exact reach attraction, but you're going to plus it. and You're going to tell me how you're going to plus it, and then you don't have to tell me the budget for it. But just expand on what that current attraction is. Uh, and since uh, Matt you are the shortest person in the Tiki Hut I'm going to allow you to go last and thanks, <laughs> Phil since you are a seaman you're going to go second no you're going to go first because um, I see that we need to have you go first I don't know um, Aaron you're going to go second we're just going to switch it up a little bit and just make sure Matt Except up the rear, um, as usual. And what we're going to start off with here, the attraction that you're going to have, Aaron, I mean, Phil, you're going to have Voyage of the Little Mermaid, you know, since you're a seaman, I know Aaron spent time working there and listening to the music and everything, but I think that um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid at the Magic Kingdom needs to be refurbished Well, he worked in studios, but I think the one to Magic Kingdom needs to be refurbed. And tell me what you're going to do to it.
1: Well, first of all, we can actually make Ariel the same size front to back. I noticed that the other day. She's like three feet tall in one and like six feet tall in the other. Um, Let's see. We could definitely add in, now that we've got the technology through uh, Flights of Passage and uh, Millennium fuck, we could get some virtual reality in there so it's not just a couple of strange funky projector bubbles rising over your head as you're going backwards down into the sea because that's just that that's not even convincing to my five-year-old she gave me a look like you've got to be kidding and we just went on that ride um oh goodness gracious that ride is just so awful beginning to end i just want to clear it out uh what else could we do to plus that ride um I really wish we had actually gone with the the Hollywood Studios version because I could have just said right off the bat We could keep Ursula's head from falling off. That would have been the best No, it was was the, um, the uh, Was was it the Magic Kingdom version? Okay, so we'll start with that. Ursula does not have her head falling off Which, at the time of this recording, did you guys actually see what happened in the Carousel of Progress today? Yes. No, what happened? So Oh, as they're going through the first scene, he's speaking, and his right hand just falls clean off onto the stage. Really? And I missed that by, like, eight days, and it breaks my heart.
0: <laughs> eight days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, we could also take Scupper, just clean out. I, I just, I can't deal with that whole Brooklyn accent, being a Red Sox fan. So maybe if we could give him, like, some selfie twang. I think if Scupper had some selfie twang, that would be phenomenal.
0: All right. Aaron, we're gonna give you. I'm going to give you the enchanted tiki
2: room. Wow, I mean, you gave me like the perfect attraction already. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing an upgrade in the animatronics. Um, I lo- like. I love the tiki room, and I love like the kind of like classic cheesiness of it and like for me as a disney fan i think it's great but i think like for for modern audiences maybe clean those up you don't have like the the clicking when the mouths open and close like make them i'll definitely make like upgrade the attractions make them newer make them make them more fluid um maybe add some projections in the um the big kind of like angry tiki god at the end um so sure you've got the thing rising in the center about definitely maybe put projections around the entire room and really immerse the guests in it um, while that's happening um and improve the special effects so you have maybe more smoke just in the center um maybe you have like some rainfall some water drops kind of happening all over um you know throw in some some volcanic smoke scents so it's really just a matter of kind of making that one more immersive um, by using modern technology. Um, I wouldn't actually change the show so much. Um, I certainly wouldn't do something stupid like put Iago in the middle of it or something like that. Um, <laughs> and remember what
1: happened last time the ghost of Walt came down to smite those who thought they knew better?
2: Yeah, when the, when the Iago myster- quote-unquote mysteriously suddenly was on fire. Um, that was terrible. I don't know if y- y'all saw that show, but that show was terrible. Um... So it would, yeah, it would be. I, I would definitely upgrade the animatronics. I would definitely um, add in some some immersion, add in some some special effects, add in some um, projections, and then really just keep the basic show more or less um, the same. I do, you know, and I do kind of like one thing. I would do is one thing I really like about the Carousel Progress is at the beginning they have that the thing where they actually say hey, this is, like, Walt's, you know, thing, and they kind of, like, it's kind of set up as, like, a historical piece. I think I would do something like that in that kind of pre-show area with the two, um, birds that are outside on the Tiki statue. Um, because I think that would give it a good... uh, I would would like to frame a reference, because, you know, people come through, and it's like, what the... the (laughs) because It's like, we go, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
4: There's some editing for you. Yeah, I remember to edit that out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Um... Let me, let me say that whole thing over again. You just cut this all out.
0: Um, no, that's all right. I'll, so, I'll just, yeah, it's all right.
2: They just believe it. Um, so, so yeah. So, I think people come through like, you know, what is this? And, you know, so I think having that that reference, like they did it. They do what kind to price. They did um, when Captain EO came back for a little while. They had that little pre-show video where they talked about kind of like the history of it, like how it was there originally. Right. So, I think I would add something like that in the pre-show to really kind of give it that historical reference for, for people who may not be as familiar with it as, as us hardcore fans are. All
0: right, Matt, tell me, uh, studios and you are going to do rock and roller coaster. And you cannot put new kids on the block in
4: there. Well, fine. Then I'm going to do a step better and I'm going to put in sync in there.
0: Step by step, baby. Hmm.
4: Um, how to plus that one. Wow. Uh, I would find some way to make it a little bit longer. So it's not like every other Disney coaster and it's over in two seconds. Maybe add some more inversions to it. Um, geez I don't, I don't really... I don't really know how to do much more to that one than what it's already there, except for maybe making it longer.
0: You wouldn't change the music or anything like that?
4: <clears throat> no, I... I, I I like the Aerosmith music. I mean, it's to the point now. When whenever I'm in the car and I hear, um, I can't think of the name of the song. One of the Aerosmith songs. in an I elevator. The car. Well, that's one of them, but it, that's not the one I was thinking of. Um, it's like I'm, I want to drive faster on the on the you know, on the interstate. So, I mean, it kind of serves its purpose. I think Aerosmith is fine for what it is. Okay. Oh, oh, I knew what I'd do. I would bring. I would. I would take off the uh, the digitally enhanced finger. I would bring back the original um, Steven Tyler in the pre-show.
0: Uh, okay. See, I, I don't know if anybody remembers way back when with that attraction, they used to have a guy come out with, and grab the Les Paul guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. You, know, you know where that where they show you in the scene of the you know the technician going to get it and bringing it back, but they used to have a cast member go in there and pretend to grab it. Well, he did grab it. So, okay. Uh, Phil, you're going over to Epcot and you are going to plus test track.
1: We could open it back up right now. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the good plus. I would. Okay, so I know this is going to go retro and it's a total cop out, but does anyone else want to go back to the original? test dummy original test track where you had to go through the hot and the cold and the rumble strips and the i mean it, it's all fine and well to have the one little zig and zag where you go around the truck but could we do something other than just go up and have like a 3g sign from the old onstar that flashes right. up on the screens that don't really work anymore um you actually turn it back into a test track you think about all the cool things that they do nowadays with the the, the statistics and the the crashes and what the cars have to go through and the air flows and you know The electric cars and the torque that the electric cars have and how quickly they can take off, they could match all that with Test Track and and make it, by going backwards, I think, and using modern technology into something so much cooler than what it is now. I mean, it's shut down for the moment and all they're getting is just, a, I think, a computer update. There's not a whole lot going on in that ride other than your one little braking test and then your really high-speed run on the outside. So let's bring some more substance back into that ride and turn it back into an actual Test Track versus a little zigzag uphill in the dark with some fluorescent lights up on the screen.
0: I could definitely feel concur you? with that.
4: Yeah. No, I agree with that. He, he forgot the most important most important part of that this whole refurb they're doing right now. They are patching the awning outside of the building so that you don't get
1: dripped on when you walk in.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Very true. <laughs> and can we could we replace the models? I mean I've seen the, the same models of these these cars that are supposed to be in production for the last like ten years, right. either come out with that model or give me something new that's blue sky because clearly someone missed a step along the way.
2: Y'all remember <laughs> the super high tech like little like two seater egg cars they should show yes. at the end of a uh, world of Motion? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, That you know that obviously never happened, you know, but they're like those. Those are super cool when you're like you know ten years old and it's like exactly. oh god these are future cars.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we're looking at the models of the Dodge Dart. We're like no guys, I came up <laughs> ten years ago. And we <laughs>
0: Aaron I got an easy one for you It's uh I just had a brain fart and it is The um Listen to the land the land.
1: Um wow Um Let's see You could make believe you're a tiny little seed
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: how I spell my Saturday nights Um <laughs> 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 I don't even know how to make a visual of that <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: so, um, wow. I would, you know, I would bring back the, um, the human operators, um, from, from back in the good old days, because, like, there's just something about being on, especially a ride like that, where, where you're, you're going through those things and you're learning and, and all these things, to have an actual person doing the spiel, um, and maybe it's just me being old school on that, but I feel like the having that that recording just kind of takes some of the the, the specialness the magic of it away so i would definitely say bring back the humans could we Um, do
0: an abraham lincoln audio animatronic
2: um no
0: no okay (laughs) um could we do a audio animatronic of kermit the frog
2: well, I mean, I think if you add Muppets to anything, you're automatically plusing it. So. Um...
1: Strumming his guitar at the front of the boat oh. while singing about the plants. Right. We're something.
2: right. Yes. And how it's not easy being green as you go through all the greenery. Oh. Um, yeah, so, so this great, is great. I... Sun and water. Um, you know, to be green. But. Um, Unless you have yeah, a so sinus I think...
0: infection and then everything's green.
2: But that's a specific uh... point. <laughs> You know, I, and I think um, I don't know. Like, like, see, I love that that, that attraction, but I've also like I grew up with it, and I love the kind of slow, like Epcot, like learning things. Um, so it's hard for me to think about like what would like modern audiences want out of it. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe put like a you know ten foot drop in the middle of it or something like that. But um, um,
0: like Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory,
2: right? Sure. No, I would. You know. Uh, And I would maybe take out the whole section with the farmed like seafood. Um, Like I get why it's there, and like I think it is really cool to to be able to like you know see this. But it's also just like I don't know. It's kind of weirdly sad in a way, just like see like these fish shoved into this tank. And I think you know after you've been going through the 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 greenhouse and learning all these things, and it's really cool and and it's it's bright and open, you go like this dark tunnel. Well, here's 800 fish shoved into a tank. Right. Um, <laughs> Here's a baby alligator that we're gonna just kind of send to a zoo somewhere at some point. Um, So I, I think like that actually kind of just brings the entire experience down a little bit. Um, And then you go back out with the greenhouse again, okay, here's more plants. I would actually get rid of that entirely. Okay. Um, like even if you wanted to keep something about farming, like the importance of like farming seafood, but have like video or animatronic of some sort, you, know, you put Abe Lincoln there farming seafood. <laughs> there we go. And um, you know, I think I think that'd be better. So yeah, I would say so. Human operators. I would say you know, change up the the farmed seafood area, um, and and I think really play up like one of the things they do talk about in the attraction, but um, I would actually play up even more is how the stuff they're growing is used in the restaurants.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, yeah a little bit more right.
2: specifics on that. Like hey, like that thing, like. Um, like we did the behind the scenes tour, um, which was a lot of fun, and they did a little bit more of that. Like, hey, these cucumbers, like these, are going to be in salads. So, I would do more of that too. Right,
0: Matt, Primeval World at Animal Kingdom.
4: Um, <clears throat> this is one thing I've never done that I want to do that everybody tells me I don't need to do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I think the only thing, the only option you have with this is to tear it down and put something up. I don't know how you can't. <sighs> um, something? did it go seasonal? I I believe it's seasonal. Yeah, seasonal in quotes. Right, which means it's closing at some points. Yes. Right. Um, how would I plus it? Um, I would put a roof, or a, I would enclose the whole thing and make it dark. Okay. Like it. So, and at the end, you're going to be dodging an asteroid. Um, so dinosaur. Yeah, but this is actually going to be a good attraction because. Um, <laughs> oh. Wow. Sorry, I'm not a dinosaur fan. I I, I think it can go before Prime Evil World does. Um, wow. I mean, that's all I got. I, would, I think enclosing it and making it dark would be the best move to go with this thing. I mean, you know, kind of a um, a primeval space mountain. And okay. I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know what else I would do with it.
0: I, I think I think I have to give you like a week to think about it, and you'd probably come up with a, a stellar idea. But I, I think going in the dark would probably be the way to go. And I think, I think the meteor should be following you down in the back of the tracks, sort of like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but that's it. Phil, here's one for you. Smuggler's Run.
1: Uh, so I've only done Smuggler's Run once. So first thing we've got to do is make it so that the jobs other than pilot are somewhat more interesting than hitting the buttons beside you when they blink. Um, the... Uh Oh boy, I've only done it once and it was fairly brief. It could definitely be a little longer. I thought that the ride itself was pretty short considering the capacity and what they're trying to push through. Um, maybe make it so that the the controls for the engineers in the back were a little more interactive. And you couldn't really look to the side and hit the buttons as you were looking to the screen in front of you to see what was going on. You had to keep your eyes over to the side to reset all the shields and and your gunners were not really paying attention to what they were doing. Make it so that it's much more of a team effort than just, a. it seemed like a passive experience in hitting buttons with some cool graphics up front. So maybe we turned it into more of an adventure. Maybe you look at Star Tours, for instance, so there's not a whole lot for you to do, but the ride itself I thought was far more exciting than what you were getting on Smuggler's Run so you actually right. had ups and downs in motion simulators and there were things going on on all sides where if you wanted to actually participate in Smuggler's Run um, also I can't believe none of us have said this before, smells Like what is Disney known for but that, smells yeah, we could trust so many attractions just by throwing in some smells so if you've got burning wiring and maybe some smoke going on around you we've got the technology and I feel like I don't want to say the U-word, but we're universal. It's just a screen in front of me and some buttons that blink and light up. I might as well be back on Mission Space without the fun of actually being in a centrifuge.
0: Uh, That's a good point. I like the idea of the smells because, yeah, like Disney is known for that. And it would certainly enhance that attraction uh, because you're adding, you know, an extra sense to that. So I like that idea.
2: And haven't we all wondered what Wookiee smells like?
0: Exactly. (laughs) What does a Wookie smell? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it's probably like sort of like burning pork hair or something.
1: Someone needs to ask Siri that. I'm sure there's got to be an answer somewhere. Right.
2: I'm um, guessing like wet dog is what it smell like.
4: That, right? That's but, what I was thinking yeah. was wet dog. Like,
2: I don't know how he got like burned pork from like a wet. You know what? I don't want to get in your head. Never mind.
0: <laughs> that, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. We're going to go back to the Magic Kingdom and you're going to head right down the center of Main Street, USA and you are going to make a right and you are going to have to go into Tomorrowland and you are going to plus Monsters Laugh War. Um,
2: well, if we move it out of Tomorrowland, it doesn't actually not belong there. Um, but other than that, um, huh. I like Monsters Laugh Floor, um, and like I always feel a little guilty that I like it. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those ones I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. Uh, also, I was that guy once, which you know, huge honor. So, there's right. that. Um, <sighs> I think for you know, I think it needs an interactive queue. I think. Like, yeah, you've got the screen saying, send us your, your, text us your, your joke and, and maybe we'll use it in the show. And that's all, it's that, cute. And I've done it. But like, other than that, you're just kind of like standing in those kind of like metal switchbacks in like a tiled room with screens overhead saying, you know, here's a number to text us to. So I, I, like, I think it'd be great to have more interactivity in the, um, like make it seem like you're really going into the factory. Um, like you've got that one hallway with decorations on the side but it's like you're in an office, like a, the Monsters, Inc. office building. Um, so I, I definitely interacted with you. Like, I mean, if you were like waiting for the show to start and you were like pushing a button and there's a screen in front of you where like the doors were moving or something like that, or, um, you know, there was a, you know, Roz or, or some character, like, or the, 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 the snake-headed receptionist monster that's Wazowski's that's, uh, girlfriend, if right. you that's her name. I don't know her name. And like, and like, you know, she's behind the window, and you can like say something, and like she'll respond. She'll like, like I feel like having something said, so just like, jam in this hallway. First of all, would be great. It would get you more psyched up to go into the ride, into the show rather. Um, so definitely, I would plus, just the experience of waiting for it. Um, once you get into the show itself, um, you know, I would tighten up the theater a little bit. I think it's it's what ends up happening is, especially on a, a fairly quiet day, like last time I was there, it wasn't that busy, and you have got, like, just all these empty seats, all this spaced-out area, so I definitely find a way to maybe re refigure the theater, um, kind, of, kind of maximize the space and maximize the people, and whether it be cut out some back rows or whether it be have more stuff kind of in between uh, the aisles or something like that. Um, and...
0: Have cast members just as, as characters from the movie running. Sure, around.
2: like you know, have, have, have one of the the, the slower cast members the Walker v. Roz and just kinda like ooze down the the, right. um, the aisle. Um, and, and you know, the show itself, like they've got um, the stuff happening like on the side with the filling tank and all that. But I just like I feel like there's more that could be happening with it. Like, yeah, okay, yelling at the screen is, is funny and this this there's, there's funny bits in it. Um, I mean it's kind of the same jokes every time you see it to a point so after a while it's like great the, the the here's the eiffel tower joke again and um so um yeah maybe like you know like when you go to like muppets or when you go to to um uh philhar magic there's stuff happening all around you there's there's animatronics behind you like donald's you know donald flies through and, and you can see his butt you know coming through the wall behind you or um the swedish chef is behind you and and set off beside you in Muppets, in Muppet Vision 3D. So I think I'd do more of that have, like, really things happening all around you instead of just, we're watching a screen where monsters are, are telling jokes. I think that would be a much more immersive experience for it.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that.
1: Yeah. In interaction. I mean, you think about how good, I mean, for a little kid's attraction, how good Turtle Talk with Crush is because right. there's that constant interaction yeah. back and forth versus just talking to the audience at Monsters, Inc. I agree. Agreed.
0: Matt, you're gonna go across the way and I'm gonna have you do
4: Carousel of Progress. Holy crap, you're giving me all these difficult ones. Um Well, I think like Phil was saying earlier, I think we have to include the guy's head falling off in every show. Um <laughs> I mean you obviously the the biggest thing you'd have to do is the end scene, you're gonna to have to, you know, bring it up to I don't know how far in the future but you'll have to come up with some better ideas because
1: that's not exactly the future anymore. Um those rear entry ski boots went out somewhere in the mid 90s.
4: Yeah, yeah, that and the um the outdated virtual reality fighting game that he's playing is um, you know, I think the Commodore had better graphics than that did. So <laughs> Um, you know, you gonna have to add some stuff there to bring it more into the future. Other than that, I, I like the way it's laid out. Um, maybe have some way, um, I, I know we got to put some chicken wire up in front of the, uh, in front of the stage, kind of like you're at an old bar that, you know, where people fight and throw in beer bottles and stuff. So you don't have the guys... Um, who are absolutely loaded and jumping on stage and, and running and trying to hug characters and, and stuff like that so um, I, I think we're going to add the, the chicken wire and go old old roadhouse and uh, update the, uh, the end scene and I think we'll be uh, be good to go with that
0: yeah because you don't want to do too much of that attraction because it is a classic attraction and, and that's one of those that fine it's fine to, to change the end scene and do whatever you want with it but the beginning is kind of really what makes it classic. But you know what's going to happen if they actually did change the last scene? You know, the Disney freaks out they're going to be upset within a year and say that they need to change it back to
4: what it was. What? Come on. They would not complain about anything that Disney updates. You're right. People don't do that. I don't know.
1: I can just see Diz Twitter's head collectively exploding (laughs) if you talk about modifying Carousel of Progress. (laughs) One big pop.
2: Or modifying anything or doing anything or saying anything. I mean, yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, do you think that's like the one attraction that would if, if they let, let, let's look at this this way? If they said they were closing Carousel of Progress, do you think this Twitter would would just end, come to a a uh, a final end, and everybody would off themselves or or something like that? Along I those think lines?
1: they would allow a change of the final scene. Anything before the final scene, and it would just be people chaining themselves to the turnstiles. Everybody would be. Torches and pitchforks for yeah. the front gates.
4: You think um, that's
0: the attraction? Is the worst case scenario that that would happen to?
2: So you, can I think, read. I think that's the, I think that's how a lot of people on on Twitter will die on. I think that one. I, it, you know, it's not just that. I think it's a couple of. I think it's that one. I think it's uh, Tiki Room. I think there are a couple of like the the Walt Disney classics that I will admit that if they were like, oh by the way, we're close to Tiki Room next week, I would be outraged. Um, like I would totally agree that I'm one of those. But yeah, I think there's certain. Or if they were like. We're getting rid of all the birds and making it, you know, a, a fully like projection experience. We're um, adding the stitch to Peter um, Pan.
1: You know? yeah. So I think
2: yeah. there's certain experiences, that, that yeah, and and rightly so, they're the ones that that, that really helped make the park what it is. Um, but yeah, I think I think Carousel Progress is one of the ones that, that people would would really really be upset if they announced closure.
1: Do we remember what happened when they just put Disney IP into Small World on the West Coast in Disneyland? Oh, yeah. And people were calling for Kim Irvine's head.
2: Well, it's coming to is, here, too. You know, um, you know what? I actually really like the, the, the way they incorporated that over in Land. They did a great job. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so much fun.
4: Well, that's like, once everybody saw it, they are like, oh, okay, this is actually, I, I kind of enjoy it. But yeah, but as soon as they heard that's what it was, it was just, burn it
2: down. We don't need oh, this. Right. Can't do that. Well, sure. React first and, and think about it later. as kind of the Twitter motto. Yeah
4: exactly that's kind of everybody's motto nowadays <laughs> seems are, as terrible. long
1: as yeah. they get the soundtrack right did you guys go on pirates of the caribbean like the first few weeks after they changed the redhead scene no, there's right. like this awkward dramatic pause it was like show us your flock
2: really <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> um
2: yeah i, I saw it uh, fairly early on i lo- i think the scene is great but yeah the audio was terrible
0: so how long has um frozen been in in norway now four
3: years three years
2: Um, I think it's about four, maybe five, but somewhere in that
1: five, because it was definitely there in sixteen, and it dude had been there. I want to say it was there late fifteen or early sixteen. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, sixteen maybe. I don't remember offhand, but let's just uh, it was definitely fourteen or
2: fifteen.
0: It's not definitely not 14. It hasn't been around that long. Okay, I'm fifteen. Um,
2: um,
0: so uh, what do you think that the way Diz Twitter is now, the Disney community is now, is there's a lot more negativity now than there was years ago. Do you think that, let's just say Maelstrom's been there till now and they didn't announce that Rat Ratatouille was going into France. Five, let's just say you're looking at the World Showcase of, of five years ago, and all of a sudden today they announced that they were gonna put in Frozen, and they were gonna put in rat Ratatouille. Do you think it would be the end all of Twitter in, the, in, in its current state? You think it'd be they'd be a lot more vocal they, than they are than they were five years ago?
2: I think so. I think I mean, and part of it is just because like the Twitter community has grown in those last four or five years, and I think, right. uh, and, and like you said, people, you know, you know, might be the joke about. You know, yelling first and thinking later, you know, like, that's the way everyone is and I think that's I think that is the case I think people will immediately see the news or read a headline and be like what why why I, I love this ride and and, and and I don't know if you all have noticed this, but It doesn't matter how good or bad an attraction is When the it's closing is everybody's favorite ride Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. universe of energy like I went on it once the announces closings hadn't been on it in like a decade and I was like, sure, I may as well go see it one last time. My wife had never seen it, so we might see it, you know. But like, can you really tell me that that if that was there, you still go on it every time you go to the barks? Like, no. You're right, no. But it was suddenly everybody's favorite thing ever. And oh my god, how can they do it? So um yeah, I think I think it does you know, especially a classic, there's gonna be like everything, like it, there's gonna be the outrage and everyone's gonna freak out and and threaten to to you know stop buying their annual passes and whatever, and then a week later, it's going to blow blow over and no one's going to
4: hear it. Right. It was June 21st, 2016. Okay, but so it was 2016.
0: Okay. So it's four years.
1: Yeah, I remember being there in November of 16 and it was one of the tougher attractions to get to. Right.
0: And I don't think it was opening early either, right? It was opening. I mean, it wasn't opening with park.
1: No, it was opening with the it park was? in that November. Like yeah. I can remember the mad rush of people just mm-hmm. tripping over each other right. as cast members just got out of the way and feebly cried. No, no running. <laughs>
2: yeah. we did it. That's right. We did it the year we went to Destination D in twenty sixteen. Oh, okay,
1: that's right. Destination D was at the Contemporary that year. Yeah. Absolutely correct. I was there that exact same week.
2: And we um, we actually went in through the uh, international gateway, and like as you hit the, the um the, the the point from where like the the main future world crowd was coming towards um world showcase you just look at this wall of people coming towards you, <laughs> you
1: it was just... a wall of side-by-side strollers with angry looking karens
0: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead matt i just right. go
4: ahead. yeah i just saw your take sorry um so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check your check out our store at redbubble.com slash tiki talk podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki outline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at One minute Disney Dream. That's one M I uh, yeah Disney Dream. Uh <laughs> and MousePros.com. And you can find Keith at diapermates diapermates.com slash K Brown.
1: Uh Bill and Aaron, do you want to go ahead and plug one more time? Sure, so I'm a blog contributor at the Mouse for Less, and you can find me on Twitter at Main Street Dad.
2: Um I am a blogger. I have a site called uh, Magic and Misadventures. Um you can go to magic and um, read all of my um well thought out and coherent words about Disney and find my social media uh from there. Um and like from magicmisadventures.com you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Stop me at home whenever you're wondering.
4: <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Matt Goes D- 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 I can't Ta-da-da. even do that right. Uh, Matt Goes Dopey. Instagram is mholly579. Uh, thanks again to both Phil and Aaron for hanging out with us. Thanks again, Steve, for your news. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. And Alan, take us away, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
0: You know, Aaron was talking about coherent thoughts and and, and all that, but all I can think about is as the 13-minute mark was him cursing up a storm.
1: <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation and by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.